Welcome to Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age, the show designed to help make middle age your prime time of life by defying the notion that once you reach 40, 50, or even 60 years old, your crowning achievements are all behind you. Regardless of whether you're just approaching 40 or are firmly entrenched in your middle years, it's time to launch your very own personal journey toward a joyful and purpose-filled second half of life. Each week, host Roy Richards, an expert on midlife renewal and author of A Midlife Challenge, Wake Up, will discuss the challenges common to middle age and help guide you to a brighter tomorrow. Now, here's Roy. Well, hello and welcome to this week's edition of Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age. I'm going to begin today's program by asking you a question. How do you begin your morning? If you're like most of us before your kids are up, Maybe you scroll through your smartphone from the bed, flick on the television, your computer, or the radio to catch up on the morning news. Now ask yourself, how much of the time do local or national news stories make you feel more enthused rather than fearful or angry about the day ahead? And let's face it, feeding more fear and negativity into your mind, heart, and body about what's going on in the world not only is self-destructive, it also sets you up for a very bit difficult day. But I've got some good news to share. My guest, nationally recognized author, inspirational speaker, and emotional wellness coach, Kathleen L., is here to share one little thing you can do before you get out of bed each morning. It will help you experience joy, confidence, and productivity throughout the day. And she says it only takes two to three minutes each day, but it has proven to help folks dramatically shift their lives. And Kathleen L. also will explain what else you can do each morning for the next 10 days to completely shift and brighten your life. And finally, she'll inspire us to recover from a sudden negative circumstance like death of a loved one or one of the traumatic changes that's impacted so many of us during COVID-19. And before I introduce her, here are a brief highlight of Kathleen L.'s career. She's a transformational speaker, a certified intuitive success coach and healer, a number one internationally best-selling author and co-host of the podcast Behind Your Best Plan, and Kathleen's mission is simple, to empower those who have experienced sudden, unexpected loss or who suffer from hidden trauma or lack of direction to take back their power and to live a full and dazzling life. And Kathleen teaches powerful techniques to help folks like you and me take the next step to healing by redesigning our lives. And her latest book, Shattered It Together, a mother's journey from grief to belief, and it's a guide to help you through sudden loss, will be available on October 6th. And Kathleen's previous bestseller is Women Who Rise, a collection of 30 stories that inspire you to rise above any circumstances that come your way. And hello, Kathleen L. Welcome to Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age. Good morning, Roy. Thank you so much for having me today. What a great introduction. You come to us at an ideal time when so many of the coronavirus pandemic uh, has altered dramatically the life that we had before. 
to gain perspective, can you briefly describe the catastrophic event that changed your life forever? Absolutely. Um, in 2010, on March 31st, my son Logan, who was 19 years old, took his life. And he took his life when he was angry with me. And he actually wrote a note asking me to not attend his service. Oh, right. So his, yeah, so his um, transition drastically, it shattered me. And that's what the book is about, shattered together and how I was able to really not necessarily pick up the pieces, but become the new being that I needed to be in this world in order to um, live a full and um, connected life. My wife, Lori, and I suffered a similar trauma when her daughter, Kristen, was killed while receiving a banner to fly over the San Diego Chargers football game. Um, But Kristen died doing what she loved, flying. It must be harder to accept loss of your son uh, when through suicide, especially easy to feel some blame, I guess, in a situation like that. Yes, um, you carry, or I carry a lot of shame, or I I carried, I can't say that I do now, but I did carry shame and self-blame, and, you know, I served in the Vermont legislature for eight years, served for the governor for seven years, I, I was a successful person in society, and so how could I have not saved my son? So there was um, a tremendous loss there for me, and I had really needed to work through uh, uh, a lot of healing to become the person that I am today to be able to share my journey and um, hopefully by me sharing it inspires and and empowers people to to step on their healing journey yeah. one hour at a time. Well, before and we get into I just need to say, I, I would love to just uh, just send you my heartfelt condolences. Um, Never comparing, when you lose a child, you lose a child, no matter how that is. So I just, uh, my heart goes out to both of you. That was way back in 2007, or the end of mm-hmm. 2006, so it's been a while. You never really lose mm-hmm. the, the regret, but on the other hand, you can celebrate their lives. Well, what mm-hmm. uh, before we get into your book, uh, what's the one little thing we should do each morning before we got out of bed so we can experience more joy, confidence, and productivity. You, what I do every morning is I write 10 things I am grateful for. So when we start our day out with gratitude, we started out with being happier. We have better relationships. Um, It can counteract depression and suicidal thoughts. Um, When we're in gratitude, you can be grateful for anything, especially right now in COVID where people... Um, are focusing on all the things that we can't do or the isolation of or uh, of being all by yourself, you know, with COVID. Yeah. Um, and so if you can wake up and think of 10 things you're grateful for and actually write that down on a piece of paper, you shift your, your mind. You know, like you said it, it, at the beginning, most people get up and their mind already starts like, oh, what do I need to do today? How am I going to make it through the day? I've got to take care of the kids. I've got to work. I've got to, everything shifted. And so instead of starting your day with that anxiety, you can start your day with gratitude because it's been proven. And then you add to it by looking at all the negative news reports of the spread of COVID-19 or political unrest and 
et cetera, et cetera, and it certainly doesn't add to your uh, feeling of joy or confidence. That's well, do you right. Come, you know, do you come up with ten new things each day, or do you often repeat the same thing you have gratitude for yesterday you're also thankful for today? I think it varies. You know, I think it's best to uh, to come up with something new every day. Yeah. I've been doing this for almost ten years, so um, it's hard to come up with something new, ten things new every day. And I am completely, truly grateful that I'm connected to the divine. I'm grateful that I have my daughter here. You know, I can, I can come up with ten things, additional things than what I've already done today, yeah. um, because I'm, I live in that gratitude now. And truly, it changes your relationships um, and how you perceive other people's problems. When someone cuts you off on the road and you've started your day <laughs> off with, with irritation and your coffee spilled all over you and, and they cut you off and they cut out, cut you off then As you, if that's you, gonna permanently ruin your day. <laughs> exactly. Or you can say, Wow, must be they're really in a hurry. Maybe I hope their family is okay. I hope that yeah. um that they make it to work safely and they don't hurt anybody. You just have it just shifts your whole perspective for the day. You know, I usually say I hope that jerk runs off the road. <laughs> Well, you also mentioned that there are uh, something you can do for 10 days straight to completely shift your perspective and your feeling. What is that thing we can do each morning? It is being grateful. That is that every day, just be grateful when you wake up in the morning. Um, I I have a whole daily practice that I that I provide that that's meditation, gratitude, acknowledgement, self acknowledgement of what you've done that that you're, you're you can be proud of for yourself, which very 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 few people actually um, write things that they can acknowledge about themselves. Yeah. We focus a lot on judgment of self, and once we start to shift that we are able to see the light in other people. Well, I know you tell all your clients and coaching clients to do this morning exercise. You mentioned that uh, they greatly transform people from all uh, areas of life, including a woman in a miserable marriage to a uh, uh, veteran suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, Can you uh, describe a few of these circumstances that you know that uh, where their life has changed from doing that. Sure. So this the, one of my female clients that I was working with was really struggling in her marriage, which also um, bled over into her work environment. So there was conflicting um, uh, relationships in her life. And so as she started to write her gratitude list, she started to see the things within her husband that she could be grateful for. And then her responses to her coworkers when they start, they challenged her. She was able to shift that a bit and, and ask more questions versus becoming defensive about um, the, the situation. And she wrote to me and actually said that she was so grateful that I gave her this exercise because she really changed, shifted her attitude. She started to be happier and her relationships were better. And um, the veteran had post, uh, PTS, post-traumatic stress, and he served, he was a 
first responder most of his life, actually all of his life, uh, professional life. And as he retired, he still he served overseas, uh, I think, three times. And so he saw a lot of pain. And so his response, he was just living with, with PTS. And I, I suggested that he just start his day off with the gratitude list. And he shared with me that I helped change his life because he, you know, I think it was about a year later, he wrote and said the gratitude helped him to see that there was actually joy in the world, not just trauma. And he took the step to go get post-traumatic stress therapy. And so that helped him change his life for the rest of his life. Let's turn to some items on your website, which is Kathleen, L-E-L-L-E dot com. On your site, you promise insights to be the very best you. Can you briefly share with us a few of the uh, powerful healing techniques for those who have experienced uh, sudden unexpected loss or hidden trauma to reconnect with their joy and uh, uh, move beyond limiting beliefs? What are some of the uh, exercises and uh, options do you offer on your website? So one of the first things that I offer anybody who's experienced sudden and unexpected loss is the grief prescription, and it's the three Bs. It's D in the moment. So do your best to be in the moment, whether it's this one hour, one minute, uh, one day. If you look too far out into the future, then you create additional stress and anxiety because oftentimes when we're in the middle of that uh, sudden and unexpected loss, we can't we we can't see how we can survive the long term. So be in the moment. Do your best best to be in the moment. The second B is to breathe. Breathe will help you be be in the moment. So there's a breathing exercise called that I use and I share with others is uh, the four by four by four by four. So you breathe into the count of four. You hold it to the count of four. You release it to the count of four, and then hold it to the count of four. And you do that four times in a row. And if you feel like you haven't connected um, inwardly, continue to do that uh, throughout the day. So I, I encourage people to do it first thing in the morning, at lunch, at dinner, and then before you go to bed. And what breathing does for you is it helps circulate your emotions, your energy. So there's your energy is em, uh, emotions in motion um, as, as you start to breathe. And it also helps um, keep you healthy because you're breathing deeper, so it prevents uh, it prevents um, diseases. So and the third intentional is, breathing, because obviously we breathe all the time. We just don't recognize what we're doing. Right. It's a conscious breathing exercise. Yeah. It's like con- it's consciously connecting inwardly. Yeah. And the third B is believe. Believe you're not alone. Believe you can survive this. Believe that if you take one step at a time, you can you can shift your life from what you're living in. So those yeah. are three. It's the grief prescription is what I call it. So it's not the only three Bs we have right now. There's Joe Biden's build back better. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> that's, that's great. That's what do you believe in? I, I do say... I do say that our A life is no longer, and now we have to to find how we can create the best B life that we can. Yeah, and don't and don't, don't just try 
hopelessly to restore exactly what you had before because it's not possible to build a better something better. Uh, what do you believe no. is the driving force in your life and mine, and how best can we begin to understand who we are and what our purpose is, and how can we launch our transformation journey? Please tell us a bit about your intuitive coaching practice and how can our listeners schedule a complimentary 30-minute discovery session. I know that sounded very promising. <laughs> That's great. I'm excited to share that with you. Um, I am, since my son's transition, I've, through my healing process, but there are several healing modalities that I work with, and uh, one of the healing modalities that I use is actually channeling, connecting to uh, the divine. And so since Logan's transition, I've been able to remove layers from my own life. So oftentimes things that occur in our lives, whether it's a job loss or or a death of a loved one or, or um, a divorce or, you know, anything that we consider traumatic or... Uh, challenging, we create this um, layer over our own life. And so as the layers, the, the uh, veil continued to be released through my healing, through the healing modalities that I use, I was able to find my own light and how it's connected to the divine. Some people call it divine God, universe, Allah, you know, whatever you call the connection, it is that. And the more connected that we feel, the more in line that we are with our purpose. And so there's like there's a uh, the inner light that that we know when 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 things feel right for us. It's an yeah. easier flow. You're happier when we're fighting against something or we're pushing against something. We also feel that in our body. Yeah. And so there is a healing modality, another healing modality that I'm actually in Colorado right now and just completed my master's program for regenerating images and memory. So it's RIM for short. And that is where I get to facilitate a process for the client to be able to locate what they've been holding, limiting beliefs, blocks in their body. They be, if they're able to go in um, and dissolve or um, create a new awareness around it so it no longer has the hold over us. So on your website, you offer as a video a guided meditation on removing limiting beliefs. I love that uh, meditation you, you conduct there. Where do oh, listeners go to attend this guided meditation? I guess it's right when they go to your website. Right. So if they sign up, if, if they um, put in their email, I'll, then they'll receive a, a guided meditation. Yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah. That was very inspirational. Um, uh, well, let's talk a little bit about your new book, Shattered Together. And this book mm -hmm. shares your personal story as a single mother of a 19-year-old son who committed suicide from grief to inspiration. In addition to your personal story, I presume your book offers advice to women and men who have suffered from similar dramatic loss. You are a highly positive inspirational coach today. What inspired you to shed the grief and self-blame you suffered through 10 years ago? So there's a couple of things I'd love to just share, if it's okay. They, um, I don't use the word committed anymore when we talk about suicide. And, no. and so educationally, I'd love to just share with you that 
dying by suicide or taking their lives or uh, completed suicide are ways that we talk about it now only because it, it takes away the, like, they've done something to us. You know, we talk about crime as committed versus, um, and, and so suicide is a mental health illness, uh, mostly, not always, and just lot, more than 90% of the time, um, the people who complete suicide have either diagnosed or undiagnosed mental illness. Um, and so how I move through my grief is, is really acknowledging that life is a journey. And that no matter what type of grief you go through, whether it's sudden unexpected loss of a loved one or a sudden unexpected loss of anything, yeah. um, we there's grief there. And um, to accept and believe that it is a journey, that it is not a one-time-and-done um, um, experience, yeah. that uh, if we're willing to step into our journey, then we're then we're able to move through those those emotions that we hold on to that are limiting and create more pain for us. And so what Shattered Together is, is a book that, that uses my journey as, as the, the tool to, to hear and to inspire others to be able to move through their own journey. And at, at each, at the end of each chapter, there is a guided, there is a daily practice that I share with with individuals. So the book can be read as completely from page one all the way to the end, or you can just look at the index and just say, okay, which chapter is calling me? And you can actually go to that chapter and start there as, as from your journey. So it well, really I is in your the, book's introduction. You advise that you view death as a transition, not the final end of the person you love. Many mm-hmm. survivors, including my wife, Lori, and I, have received messages from departed loved ones assuring that they are living, uh, thriving in the afterlife, but still present in our lives. Have you received any such assurance from your departed son, Logan? Oh, daily I receive the messages. Logan is... is my partner in my business. Like Logan is my partner in life. And um, Logan actually helped write this book. And so I feel like it was a co-creation between me, the divine, and my, my uh, ghostwriter that helped, that helped write it as well. Ghostwriter um, is a different term. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's funny. Yes, exactly. And we've, we've joked about that as well. Um, and so, yeah, there's there uh, early on, and in the book, it it uh, alludes to several different ways that Logan has shared his presence with me since he's transitioned. Oh. And um, one of the ways he's he's done that is through animals. Uh, another is I found the, when I was I sold the condo that we lived in. And I was, I just asked him for a message saying, Logan, will you please show me a sign if this is the right thing for us to do? Oh. And um, I went to clean the oven, and there was a penny in the oven. <laughs> um, and then I went to clean the freezer out, and there was a penny in the freezer. Oh. Now, why it's so important, like, we can find pennies on, ground, on the ground easily, and people can just let that go and say, well, there's pennies everywhere. But a penny in the freezer and a penny in the oven was significant for Logan 
and for me, one is because you don't usually find pennies in the oven or freezer. And two, um, Logan loved to cook frozen chicken wings, buffalo chicken wings. And so for for him to leave those signs in those two places, like I you know, I knew that it was the right thing for me. Yeah, my my daughter helped me find a pair of sunglasses I was missing and a mm-hmm. refund check from the IRS. <laughs> the wow, <car>. great. <laughs> so that was pretty yeah, nice. I, I I think that's the key, Roy, it's just really believing and it goes back to the three Bs, you know, believe that you're not alone. Now, that people can take that differently in different ways. Believe you're not alone because other people have moved through what you're going through and reach yeah. out for assistance. But believe you're not alone because your loved ones, if you're talking about a death of a, of a loved one, yeah. then they really just transformed where they are. We, we have to get used to the fact that their physical body is no longer here. Yeah. And we get to create a new relationship with their, their soul with their spiritual body. Yeah. If we're and, willing to, to, like, I just got chills through my whole body, so I know Logan's here right now. Yeah. You know, for me to be able to say that, he's just sharing with with us that it is it is true that the spirit, the soul, is there with us if we're willing to believe and be open to what's there. And part well, we one of your that. Book, the foundation I was somewhat surprised with the title of Chapter 3, You Will Want to Make Changes, Don't. Why shouldn't we make changes to our lives to get away from the old memories that just make us suffer our loss all over again? What are a couple of changes you felt sorry for later? Um, so the the experts say don't make any changes in the first year after a sudden and unexpected loss oh, I see. at all, you know. Uh, especially the death of a loved one, because you're not going to be who you are in a year from now. (laughs) And we are always constantly changing. We're always moving through, and we're not the same person we are today, a year from now, and especially when you move through a a, a loss, especially, uh, I'll speak from my, my point of view, the loss of my son, I was not the person I was when Logan died five years later. And so if you, you know, sell your home or you get married, it's only going to cause you more pain and it's going to cause other people more pain if it wasn't already part of your plan. I understand totally what you mean, what you're saying there. That makes a lot of sense. And part Mm -hmm. two of your uh, book is uh, picking up the pieces, and each of the 14 chapters contains steps you recommend for women and men seeking to transform from grief to active, happy, healthy living. And for a preview, can you uh, please give us the title of a couple of those chapters, uh, not to get into any detailed discussion, but just to give some mm-hmm. uh, meaning or some indication of what this part of the book contains. Sure. So one of these is Connect to the Divine, which we already talked about. What are a couple other ones? Invest in your healing. Um, take one hour at a time. Um, step out of your comfort zone. Heal your emotional body. And allow, unex- allow unexpected grief. Allowing is, is, chapter 14 says allow unexpected grief. So yeah, I think it's really important to just highlight when when you have a traumatic event of unexpected loss, it will bring up unresolved grief 
from yeah. your previous life. You never know it when is. it's going to show up, too. I know every once in a while yeah. my wife breaks into tears uh, years yeah. after the event. But, uh, it just comes. Exactly. Forgive yourself. Be gentle with yourself. And the last chapter is you choose. Yeah. You get to choose how you want to live your life. Now, there are events in our lives that we don't want to happen. It is All of us have that. It's our response is how we're going to live our life. And one of the keys to add, uh, I'm sure you discuss in your book, is to uh, choose to help and benefit others as well as just concentrating on yourself because that's mm-hmm. the only way you're really going to have lasting happiness is to contribute to others. So I think mm-hmm. that's extremely important. Well, uh, where where's the best place for uh, people to go to purchase your book or, or to read uh, once it's available? And between now Thank and you, October sixth, uh, how how do people uh, follow the progress of it? And it, can it be pre-ordered, or how how about that? Um, no, it's going to be launching October sixth. So mark your calendars uh, and purchase on October sixth. You can do that through Amazon. You can go to my website at KathleenL.com. And all my social media, Facebook, Instagram, um, LinkedIn, is all Kathleen L. Inspires. And in Twitter, it's Kathleen L. So it's my full name, and it's Kathleen's with a C. C-A-T-H-L-E-E-N-E-L-L-E. So any social media uh, uh, platform and um, my website would be great. And if you don't need this book, if you personally don't need this book, then someone in your life may need this book. Yeah, um, that's, that's for yeah. sure. With all the loss going on today, there's plenty of disruption yeah. in people's lives that can be dealt with by reading that book. I know I previewed it, and it was great. Well, let's just exactly <laughs> highlight the value of Kathleen L's book and her intuitive healing and inspirational speaking efforts. Here's a comment from the forward to her book, Shattered Together by Jack Canfield. I'm sure you've heard of him. He's co-author of the best-selling Chicken of the, uh, for the Soul series, and he's also author of 170 books, 47 of which are New York Times bestsellers. And uh, Jack says, Kathleen knows how to help people heal from their pain because she's done it for herself. And she knows what it's like to have lives shattered instantly and what it takes to gather these pieces together and create a new life and self born not from pain but from love and faith and forgiveness. Also a quote from one of her clients, Deborah C., uh, who commented uh, on Kathleen L.'s website, Kathleen is a kind, compassionate healer, coach, teacher, who exudes a big, bold, positive energy. She's incredibly honest, down-to-earth, and highly gifted, just what I needed to help me uncover my patterns, release my trauma, and move forward in life. And whatever your loss in these extremely difficult and disruptive COVID-19 times, I highly recommend you connect with Kathleen L. Either through her new book, Shattered Together, through her website, KathleenL.com, or in person through her coaching or public speaking. And thanks so much for joining us here today, Kathleen. Best of success on your new book and in all that you do. Thank you so much, Roy.
Well, inevitably, during the course of your midlife renewal, you will stumble over that old moral dilemma. Who comes first, others or me? As a happy, forward-thinking, re-energized person of middle age, how best will you balance a reignited passion for personal fulfillment with the ever-present moral and spiritual challenge to sacrifice for others, loved ones, family members, members of your community, and fellow human beings throughout the world. As a solution, I highly recommend you attempt to live by the seemingly contradictory dictum, I am third, I am first. In fact, adopting this as a primary goal for the rest of your life really isn't contradictory at all because no one can remain happy and fulfilled over the long haul by concentrating strictly on themselves and without turning to a higher power for guidance. You can't renew in a vacuum, and you won't remain energetic and stress-free if everyone around you is miserable or the whole community, your country, or the entire planet remains in a state of turmoil and others are taken advantage of. I suggest we all seek what I refer to call it a self-pleasing service mentality. By definition, this mindset permits a renewed, caring individual like yourself to satisfy personal goals and aspirations. I am first, while at the same time dedicating energy and resources to God, the divine presence, however you refer to God, and the humankind's common good. In other words, I am third. I'm so confident that this dual objective can be accomplished. I make all of you this solemn promise. As a renewed, fully rounded woman or man, you will become extremely confident in your ability and prospects for a bright future, but you also will be more than willing to sacrifice selfish gain or immediate self-interest in service to the supreme being and to those around you. Moving forward, I recommend that you seek life balance through what I call enjoyable servanthood. Every man or woman, boy or girl, has their very own unique blend of talents and preferences. The secret to the good life is to combine personal satisfaction earning a living, or volunteering only for activities you thoroughly enjoy and are uniquely qualified to perform with the goal of to serve others but also enjoy yourself. A service that provides value or lightens the load for at least one other fellow human being. If you enjoy cooking, order, offer to prepare meals at your church or a local homeless uh, shelter. If you realize business planning and execution, offer free counseling to disadvantaged or minority entrepreneurs seeking to start up or grow their businesses. On the other hand, never feel good or over turning down a request for something you're not good at, uh, like say no to a request to MC a local event if you loathe public speaking. And if you do an excellent job at something, don't be hesitant to accept accolades, but never accept an assignment or become dependent on the need to receive accolades to accept it. 
You need only to please yourself. You did the best you could for a cause you strongly support. Never forget the motto, I am third, I am first, and the goal of enjoyable servanthood. It will take you a long way down the path of a happy and enthusiastic second half of life and productive. And tune in next week when we'll explore the concept of employ and enjoy the material assets that we have. You need to both enjoy and employ them. And if they aren't enjoyable, don't have them. Please take time out this week to bring you my book, which is a roadmap for midlife renewal, a midlife challenge, Wake Up, by Roy C. Richards. And you'll find my book on Amazon, barnesandnoble.com, or through our website, middleagerenewal.com. Bye for now. Stay safe. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age, hosted by Roy Richards, an expert on midlife renewal and author of both A Midlife Challenge, Wake Up, and Wake Up, Captain and Crew, Restart Your Engines. You can learn more about Roy and his Middle Age Renewal Training System by visiting his website, middleagerenewal.com.